Hello, and welcome to Keep Going with Arrows. I am Benedict, and with me is my co-founder, Daniel. And Keep Going is a behind-the-scenes look at building a software product called Arrows. Uh, Arrows is a product where companies can build mutual action plans to help onboard their customers. Hey, Daniel. Hey, Benedict. I think we're getting better at introing this a little bit. I listened to your solo episode and it was much more, I was like, oh, right, that's what this is. And the first one felt like you were being dropped into a weird Zoom call. But I also, we want it to be like you're getting dropped into a weird Zoom call. So in some ways, job done. True. So maybe first let's start with, we got a new sale today. Yeah. Yeah. We got a $200 sale, which I think is pretty cool. That's over two months. We had like a two month commitment and there was somebody we did a demo with yesterday. Well done. doesn't matter. We're, we're testing prices. That's like where we're at and it's okay. I think we're testing prices and we're also doing those tests based on the value we expect and the usage people are telling us they are going to get out of it sure. until we decide in about two months, we're going to start landing on our first real pricing based on some usage or something. So it's Tuesday and it's nice to kick off the week as we're sending a lot more sales emails with somebody choosing. Momentum, encouragement. Yeah. And it's nice to feel like chosen. Yes, we want this. Mm -hmm. And like it reminds you that sending sales emails is not uh, going into the void. You're not being ignored by people. You're actually Mm -hmm. providing some value. Yeah. Especially I feel like when I came back on Monday after being gone for a week, it seemed like you were a bit deflated. I actually woke up in a good mood yesterday because I slept really well over the weekend and yesterday, but I think I was deflated in that. I've realized it's hard for us to keep momentum going when we are not agreeing on it on a weekly basis. Like I think we've gotten into a really good groove the last two years working together. And so I think having a week where it's just me trying to like figure it out every day Mm -hmm. and not having like the accountability of the partner and somebody we check in with was a little tough. Well, it's good to hear I'm not totally worthless. That's good. <laughs> oh, that's a depressing line. <laughs> Cutting that out. <laughs> no, don't cut that out. You know, I think we we both feel that way a lot where like it's nice to have like that kind of the check-ins. And so I think there's a little bit of that last week. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, it was, it was easy to feel a little lost or aimless in, in those sort of like sales outreach conversations that we're going through right now without having... Like you and I had a very long detailed conversation about what is our, what are the tactics and the strategies we're going to implement the next two weeks to hit our goals. Mm-hmm. And last week I had a loose idea of like, Oh, just send emails to more people and schedule. Right. More and so calls. for context, these goals were also set before I left for the week they were set in. So we send a email to a bunch of a group of people who we consider informal advisors. Sometimes they reply, sometimes they don't. And in those emails, we like to set a goal so that we have something to shoot for and something to kind of report back on when we send the next one. And so we sent one a week and a half ago, I guess, or, you know, two weeks ago, I think that Friday before I left and set some goals. And those goals are, let me get this right. 10 total companies using arrows or trialing arrows and four companies. Paid companies. Yeah, paid, paid customers. And four customers were usage is actively expanding. Like they're really getting into it and they're really, you know, growing Arrow's usage within their company. And when we sent that email, we had four customers and one customer that we would consider qualified for that kind of expanding usage. So basically trying to get three more customers who are super into it and six more customers who are paid and trying it. 
yeah, we send this this update to these people. There's about 20 people every month, and it's an accountability thing on our end, and they're they're also useful with advice and and introductions and things. But when we send the email, we we kind of set these goals. So we say this is what our goals were last time. This is how we did. This is where we'd like to get. And we try to be somewhat ambitious, but not overly, because we'd we'd like to hit our goals. So six new customers. That's more than double of what we had. But we felt like now that we had the real product, we could do it. So we had a, like I mentioned last week, a CRM of customers we've talked to in the past, but we knew that there were not enough people in there that we could get all six. Last week, I was sending emails to the people that we'd already talked to, to try to schedule demos to get the two or three that we hoped we could get from the people we've already talked to. Today, one of those people came through and and paid and I think we're feeling pretty good. And we likely have one more, at least of the people we've already talked to, but now we need three to four new customers and we don't know who they are yet. They're not mm-hmm. even in our, our sales pipeline. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I guess we're dealing with this week and next week is how do we fill up our sales pipeline given that we don't really know what it looks like yet. Like we are starting a sales pipeline from scratch. In the past, mm-hmm. it's all introductions and referrals and people we knew. So what do we do? Right. We need to fill up that pipeline. And then the other half of it is we both want to get more people in and we want the people who are in to really start using it. And I think I listened to the first episode that we did today and we were riding such a high because we got that customer who was using it right away. But like in those two weeks, it's still mostly that one customer who's really using it in a production setting. We have three others who are kind of not fully implemented. Like they've created some test stuff. They're poking, they're prodding, they're showing it to teammates, but it's not in a state where they're like fully going. Yeah, none of them have, at this point, it seems like none of them have shared it externally. Yep. And that's kind of the point that we're trying to get to with these customers. So then there's also this question of what do we do about those customers who we have? But just because they paid doesn't mean that they're using it, you know? And, the, and like that's, I think, the other piece of it is getting those other customers to value. Yeah. And I think one of the things you and I decided yesterday that was interesting is, if the, by the next update, our goal is to have 10 customers using it, they're trialing it or paid. And four of those people actively using it in a way that is meaningful, like they've sent it to customers and are looking like they're going to be successful customers. We're a- acknowledging that there's a chance that six of them are either not ready to use it or just going to bounce off, even though they might've tried it or paid for it. Yep. Right. And And I think we just don't have enough information yet to know why those people are not, you know, and I think if we talk to them and they would tell you like, oh, this is a great product. We, we, we were really interested in it, but there's still something keeping them from prioritizing, rolling it out. And there's a million things that could cause that. And I think, like you said, like, we just don't know what those things are. So we've kind of decided to put a hold on that and, you know, revisit basically in two weeks. And these people who are stuck, did some of them get unstuck? And it was just a thing that we needed to wait out or... They need a full month to like right. find the space. I think the, the person who purchased today, we've noticed, is ready to onboard a customer with it tomorrow. And the customer that is successful with us so far, I think had a similar tactic. We onboarded them on Tuesday and they had an onboarding with a customer the next day. theirs on or Thursday, I think it was like two days. But it was like they they knew they, they had somebody in mind, they were ready to do it. There was no downtime. Like they they saw the value right away and they were ready to roll it out. Right. So the approach is basically like guess that there are other people who will follow that pattern and just get more people so that the percent who do immediately jump to using it gets us to four, basically. Yeah. I think we agreed. Part of it's hitting these numbers and part of it's we need more data. We need more information. So filling the top of the funnel and getting people in gives us the time and the the data of like what what who are the type of people, who are the types of companies mm-hmm. that do get value right away? What are the situations? 
I think a lot of people in our situation, ourselves included in the past, would get very hung up on these people kind of being excited, but then not actually actively starting to use the product. And that would like turn into self-doubt. And and I think it's just common for products probably at our stage and at all stages that you have people who come in and then just don't ultimately start using it or start using it right away. And they might not actually pan out. And there's only so much you can do. You don't just give up on them, but you also don't get hung up on it. Right. You do what's in your control, but you don't. Yeah, exactly. So then that then kind of brings up the other end of what we're dealing with or what we're thinking about this week, which is how do we get people in? This is a task that we kind of have a history of struggles with. We feel good about building software. We're good at that. We're good at research. We're good at one-to-one sales and demos, but the sort of getting people to come inbound or knowing how to find them once somebody is warm and interested in talking to us, we're great. I think we're, we're awesome mm-hmm. on the sales call, but it's getting them to be interested in talking to us. is, is Right, or challenge. finding us in the first place. The other piece of it is that this is such a part of business that is just overrun with advice and people who tell you that they have the silver bullet for this. And so it's very hard for us as non-experts to navigate, I think, because we feel like there's so many possibilities and so many people telling you that they know what the thing is that we oscillate between this like very strong sense of confidence like and then you get into the weeds of actually doing it you're right getting into the weeds of actually doing it and like then oscillating back to this strong sense of doubt like oh we've never done this it's nobody's gonna care about this no one's gonna care and so that kind of like whiplashing back and forth i think is something that we've frequently experienced and i think a lot of people experience, but is a thing that we're now kind of, we'll have to encounter in the next two weeks. I also think one of the challenges is we don't, because we have never really found a thing that works very successfully for either of us in the past, it's not a strong suit of ours, that we don't have like a toolkit to pull from where actually we literally get frozen by the, the possibilities of what we can do. Right. Cause you like, like, you'll talk to people who have that toolkit and they'll, and you're like, Oh yeah. Like I just talked to this person and like, they have this perfect roadmap in their mind of what would work for us. But like, they're very comfortable with it. So they can see right. how it would work. Right. They, they can like, picture it perfectly. And then we're there like, Oh yeah, that sounds great. And like, we get off the call and you have this glow of like, yeah, like, yeah, this person's got this toolkit. It's great. And then it's like, Oh shit. Now we have to be the ones who do it. And it's like, Ooh. And then like all of the confidence goes out the window. Yeah, once we actually have to lay it out. And I think part of this, so let's get back to the goal. The goal at hand we decided is, so it's a Tuesday now. We've got this week, we've got next week, and the week after that. So three full weeks to get to six new customers. We chipped off one today, so we have five more. So in in a narrow sense, we just really need two customers per week. So what do we do to do that? We, We shouldn't, we ultimately decided yesterday that we don't need to get frozen by all the possibilities. We just need to do what we need to do to get, two new customers per week. Mm-hmm. How do we get two people that are going to be customers? So this week we need to be doing the work to schedule around 10 calls next week or something like that, mm-hmm. six calls. And so what do we do to do that? We've, we've kind of started looking at LinkedIn groups that are customer success teams that are like where people are hanging out, where we can go try to reply to some threads and provide value based on the research we've done and the things we've seen. We, we've started to become not experts, but fairly proficient in the area of onboarding and customer success and action plans. We've seen enough and talked enough to enough people now that I think we can actually be useful. 
And I think in large part because for two reasons, one customer success is a new field. So it's not a field where it's like super established what works and what the rules are. And two, we're talking to a bunch of different companies. A lot of CSMs have only been at one or two companies. And so they have the context within those organizations, but we've talked to, I don't know, a lot. And so we have kind of a broader view of what the landscape roughly looks like. And we've seen this happen a couple of times. We've already accidentally, we replied to a couple of threads or I did in LinkedIn before, and we had two or three people reach out. So we've realized if we did a little bit more methodically that we might actually have some success there. We also are going to change our website up a little bit right now. If you come, there's just a vague email uh, like newsletter sign up that talks about arrows. We need to kind of make that into a real call to action and also have a demo booking button or something mm-hmm. on our website. So that way we can actually push people to the website more directly and actually capture that interest if people are there and ready. Right. Because and, the positive and, sign is like, we're getting people who come to the website and contact us despite its poor state in terms yeah. of poor state in the sense of like getting someone to do a thing. Exactly. So if we, we, we can kind of smooth that path out a little bit more and try to capture people. And then maybe we'll do uh, some cold emails. There's these two companies that have been the one that purchased today and the one a few weeks ago that has been uh, kind of successfully using it, both sell to colleges and schools. So we might do some cold outreach to companies that also sell to schools. It's July, so they're getting to ramp up towards the fall as schools are going back into sessions. Some of those products are in kind of onboarding workflows right now. Right. They're feeling the pain and it's, I think, in large part because coordinating with the school means that there's lots of stakeholders and lots of process there and lots of integration. Exactly. Which hopefully Arrows makes easier. Yeah. So that's our our week now where we got one one customer and hopefully another one by the end of the week. And then next week when we talk, we'll hopefully we'll have more of these uh, meetings scheduled. All right. See you next week. Cool. See ya.